Welcome to The Story Tinker, a place for in-depth analysis of stories, including Midnight Poppyland, Purple Hyacinth, and more. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say, thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character, relationship development, and so many theories. You can follow The Story Tinker right here on YouTube, as well as all podcast platforms. You can also follow The Story Tinker on Instagram and Facebook. For bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support The Story Tinker on Patreon. If you like what you see, please like and subscribe. Thank you for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 133 of Let's Play. And today we have Ocean and Jackie. Hello. Hi there. Yeah. <laughs> so last time we ended off with a um, appropriate slash inappropriate joke where <laughs> Sam just can't get herself to say, can you come in? Oh, this poor girl. So shy. <laughs> but I love it. I love all the innuendo. And I love like Charles's little smirk on his face. It's so sweet. It's like, a little bit teasing her a little bit like you're so adorable you know the nativity of just not even being able to say that in front of him just <laughs> yeah it's funny because when when I met my husband like I had grown up and very religious and he had not so he would make tons of sexual jokes and I was like not used to it at all especially because my dad was like very very clean like he never I never heard a sexual joke come out of his mouth ever so like I was so not used to it but now I make the sexual jokes too and he's like what happened to you I'm like I lived with you for 11 years that's what <laughs> that's so cute I love that mm -hmm. <laughs> so she finally like gets around it you know enter my apartment and he like does his whole you know I'll be sexy and intimidating thing and like leans into her and like I would love to <laughs> so deliberate on his part so and now we are continuing and she's she's like oh is it okay oh he asks is it okay if I just set him down because he doesn't really seem to know what to do with dogs and she's like yeah of course here you are little chap um he will um nah, whoops I totally forgot to look that up let me google that right now <laughs> do you guys did you guys google what it means I did not I should have though Okay, well, here we go. Google Translate. Wow, I can't even, I don't even know how you would begin to pronounce this. I think last time I said I would look up some Welsh and like how you say it and uh, it means- Welsh uh, accents. Yeah, and I still didn't do it. It means bye for now. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Fine, okay, I really have to make myself, reminder to self tomorrow, spend like five minutes at least watching Welsh accents. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so you have you have heard the, the thing mm -hmm. okay do you cool. have an accent down that you could uh oh absolutely not I, I was talking just last week about how like the Welsh accent is almost impossible to imitate like it is so unique and rich in like it's not like London it's not like Sc or not London it's not like England it's not like Scottish it's very like its own thing nice Maybe next time I'm in Europe, I can visit there. <laughs> I was actually originally going to land in Dublin and do that whole like Great Britain stuff, but then they changed the schedule and I had to rebook. And I was like, I ended up rebooking for a place that was half the price. So 
to go to Lisbon. So I saved myself a lot of money. <laughs> so um, she's like, oh, thanks for carrying him up here, Charles. He usually doesn't like to be held by strangers, which is like, of course, a sign from heaven that they're meant to be. <laughs> yeah. A sign from Bowser, at least. <laughs> he ships charm too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Listen to the dog. <laughs> and he's I think he's shaking his hand to clean it. Is that what is that what you think he's doing? Like to get all the excess dog hair off, maybe. Um, or like yeah. patting off his shirt with the mm-hmm. with the dog hair. I, all I know is that's what I do every time I leave the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that would be very in character for Charles because he seems like a very put together guy who likes to be you know, appear presentable at all times. Very prim and proper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. And then Sam's like, would it be okay if I change my clothes real quick? And she has a little blush on her face as she says this. And Charles, oh my God, he does the one eyebrow raise. <laughs> okay, I, I, I swear I shouldn't be thinking these thoughts, but I'm like, he was like super attractive. I think he's a car- freaking cartoon character, but oh well. He is uh, quite alluring. <laughs> and he's like, would you like some help? I love it. <laughs> you knew like he was going to, like she set him up for that one. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm just, I'm just impressed that like she's able to hold her cool this time and not do like an insane blush meter where it's just. <laughs> Daddy Young is like, I must rescue her. <laughs> exactly well it's like training right you know when she's doing training with um other things she's getting uh slightly used to it yes just -hmm. some exposure therapy over time she'll get used to flirting (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so she does blush and he's stepping towards her and he lifts up her bag and she's looking away and she's like again getting redder and redder and she thinks to herself, is he actually going to undress me? And then he drops the bag and um, Ocean, you can take over. <laughs> All right. Um, he places his hand. I would say that is her bum, you know, <laughs> that, that area where it's your back slash butt, you know. And he says, yeah. don't look so nervous, Bunty. <laughs> and his hand is so big and she's kind of petite. So like it covers quite a lot, it covers her stomach and hip and beginning of the bum (laughs) but also i'm just impressed that sam is darker than charles like that's an interesting (laughs) like she's just more tan i don't know i was like they're so cute (laughs) yeah so jackie when i was um in holland uh, no when my husband was in holland last time he was here they were talking about my son and his skin tone versus my daughter and they're like oh yeah Chava is light like you and Shimshon is dark like Mindy. I'm like, I have never been called dark in my life unless you go to Dutchland where they're all pink and super white. Then yeah, I guess according to them, I'm dark skinned, but we thought it was hilarious. <laughs> well, no, it's, I just think it's really, I, I don't know. It's one of those like little minute details that I think Monji has and it. It just gives me all the warm fuzzies, that one panel, especially. Oh. It's so cute. So yeah, he says, don't look so nervous, Bunty. And he lifts her head and he says, I'm only teasing you. 
Because you can start breathing again. <laughs> and Sam takes a long, slow breath, and you see sheep going everywhere. <laughs> Those like her pups. <laughs> like, what, what is that? Yeah. Well, it's it? also because bunty means um, like sheep in, uh, like, it's a term for t- sheep in uh, Welsh. And so that's why, like, you see Sam thinking of sheep, I think, in the I don't know if it's Sam or if it's also Charles thinking of these imaginary sheep, but <laughs> hmm. that is adorable. <laughs> and he looks so infatuated with her. You know, I know he likes to pretend that he doesn't want a relationship, but first of all, the fact that he's treating her this way is a sign, but his just, he's just always so intent on her and like the expressions that he gives her, he is clearly you know, I'm not going to say in love, but enthralled. He likes her a lot, and he's like willing to do do a lot for her. I mean, at least in this stage, I, I think personally that he's going to end up running away real fast because he's going to be scared <laughs> off by how much he likes her. But it's just crazy to me, and it also is just a, a very big reminder of like that infatuation in the beginning of a relationship because. You know, I I, I remember having this in, you know, when my husband and I first met and, you know, the relationship develops very differently over, you know, 12 years later. Like I would never be this um, lovey-dovey anymore. You know, we have a much more like practical and like low-key kind of like affection. Like it's much more day-to-day and it doesn't have these crazy highs anymore. It's just like, oh, we like each other a lot. Like, it's nice to spend time with you. And I know, like, I don't know if that people will find that disappointing. But, um, but yeah, it just reminds like, he's at the stage where he's just, like, really, really, really into her. Definitely the honeymoon phase right now between the two of them. Just getting to know each other, getting to know their likes, their dislikes. And, I mean, that's kind of referenced later down in the comic, right? So you get to see a little bit of their true personality shine um where they're not just trying to front for each other yeah no definitely part of me like worries too because um you know how charles changes his personality depending on like who he's with like he's much more like serious and like more blunt with ava like i wonder if he's like this with sam because he knows that she needs that in a partner at the moment so right so that's that's a that is worrying because if he can be so brutal with other people who's to say that he won't end up being that way sometimes to sam i mean it also could be that those women bring out the worst in him you know like not every personality brings out the best in each other and it does make sense that sam does bring out the best in him but yeah it's like you know my mother would always say you should judge a person by how he treats those closest to him so like how a person treats their family and because they see them every single day and like they can get annoyed, right? So if they treat, still treat them well, like it's a good sign. And like, yeah, for me, it's it would be super important to know that the guy I'm with treats everybody nicely, right? Like you can't just treat me nicely. That's not good enough. You have to be a nice person. So I don't think Sam's, um, Charles's behavior to Ava, Miss Rosewood was abusive. I wouldn't say it was particularly nice. <laughs> yeah, even in the last chapter, um, Marshall is there and um he was just like oh I'm so sad your puppy doesn't like me and he's just like he just doesn't like you like brutal that was so savage of him 
Yep. I do worry that Charles being able to like mold himself to each situation, very manipulative, but Mm -hmm. I hope that it's like Sam's pure and like kind heart (laughs) wins him over because I, I love them together. And so it's, it's worrying to me that this isn't the end. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I guess that's also, you know, the point of the story is to see people's development. And, you know, I'm glad that we're discussing it because especially I do think that some people are willing to overlook some things for the sake of romance and some things should not be overlooked. (laughs) So it's definitely something that at the very least should be considered, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I think that um, last chapter that was like, that kind of bothered Sam when he was so blunt. So I think that's Mm -hmm. probably something they're going to have to work on in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, but yeah, so um, she takes her long, slow breath and she says, why do you always tease me, Charles? Um, and he says, because I like the cute faces you make. Um, He's so also like hella her. sexual, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this this chapter was super sexual. Yes. <laughs> Without it being overtly sexual, like the tension, the buildup, the like the innuendo oh yeah it was it was definitely I my heart was going that little warm mushy thing that it does (laughs) (laughs) he's definitely a master flirt that's what that is (laughs) yes (laughs) and I yeah I think he genuinely means it and like the fact that he's able to say I like the cute faces you make you know for many people don't find it easy to admit their their feelings and to be open and expressive to someone but Charles seems to be able to do it quite easily to Sam much more than he does to anyone else and like I'm, I'm honestly surprised at his ability to tell her the truth like this because he tells you know he told her before oh I don't want a relationship but he's telling her all kinds of things that are not just about having sex you know he's like oh and I have my knees and you have your knees will accommodate each other but it doesn't sound like it's just a transactional relationship here. He's giving her compliments and being very personal. So I don't know if he's quite aware of how much he's giving away. That's true. I wonder if he's even like aware if like, you know how like we can see the hearts and like his is melting. I wonder if he's even like aware of that or if it's just kind of like happening so gradually, like he doesn't even notice. I do remember one of the panels um, in the previous season where he basically like that whole heart thing happens and then the rings kind of snap and uh, he, he's like, fuck. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And uh, I, I think he does realize that he definitely has feelings, but I don't think he knows how bad, uh, like he's falling for her and how much he's willing to, give up in order to be with her so like that phone call with the rival business and like he's like oh I've got a good thing going here but then looks at Sam right and it's just Mm -hmm. like the the double meaning of that with not just the company with uh Sam's dad but also with her and then you know we see that kind of devolve and I yeah Yeah, I mean, my theory is, is that we'll see him, you know, develop feelings, develop feelings, and then run away out of fear and take that job offer. And then, you know, 
something will happen, some realization, some encounter. I don't know, something will happen to Sam and he'll come running back. <laughs> oh my gosh, my heart. <laughs> that, I know, that right? whole... I know I'm not ready for that. Affected. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to enjoy this for now while we have them together here. I don't even know if that's happening yet, and it hurts my heart. <laughs> okay, so he says, um, if I didn't know any better, I would say that you look disappointed that I was only teasing you about undressing you. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. And Sam's eyes have gone red again. They're like back to the, uh, I'm like in heat color. <laughs> Yes. Like biting her lip and like, yeah, girl, you're disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed like, for her. <laughs> my gosh. Yes. This this whole scene was it be ultimately it was disappointing in that sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's so cute. She like hides her blushing face. Um, and we get Sam's inner dialogue and she says he always knows how to make me blush and I keep falling for it yeah and And I like how she you know she doesn't have she's not yet able to express herself in words but she is quite I think able to express herself with touch and I think somebody mentioned I don't know if it was you Jackie that her love language is is touch I don't I agree but I don't think I meant I was the one to notice that but now that you mentioned it it very much does seem like that yeah and quality time Mm. Mm. yeah to me it's just odd like I I'm much more I guess of a verbal person so I would be like talking before I would be doing like touching but it seems like instead of saying yes Charles I agree she just like just goes to hug him you know that's kind of her way of communicating and then in that panel though like he has his hand on her neck like cradling her in and then like pulling her all close (laughs) he loves it he loves it don't deny it Charles (laughs) it's so sweet um but yeah Sam's just like he smells amazing and his heart is beating so slow and strong while mine is beating like a fluttering bird's Oh. And Do you guys think of the line she said before? She's I, like, your Welsh tits smell amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely thought of that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, he's sliding his hand up and she said, he's holding me so delicately, like he's afraid I'll break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's then definitely she- like taking the next step, you know, he's picking her shirt up a little. So... He has got the hots for her, my friends. I know he's teasing her, but I think he's ready to go too. Mm-hmm. He's acting on all sorts of impulses. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, I like how Sam likes the the fact that she she calls out that his heart is beating so slow and strong. I mean, it's a trope, yes, but obviously it's a trope for a reason that a lot of women like you know the strong man and like the delicate woman and um you know sam is sam is there sam is there for like you know charles is a pretty confident person and she does not feel confident about herself in many ways so you know i think that's a big part of her attraction to charles is that confidence that he compliments in her and 
yeah. So like, you know, her leaning against him and feeling that confidence in him as him being, you know, a little bit more of like the mentor figure, both professionally and sexually is um, something that is appealing for her, which is also interesting because, you know, not every personality is attracted to different kinds of dynamics in a relationship. And, and I personally, this is not my thing. You know, I'm very much a, I like to be dominant or, or like at very least egalitarian. Uh, I'm not into like a strong man to swoop me up, but I do appreciate seeing that there's room for all different kinds of relationships. And I think it's important because one of the things I noticed, like I read a lot of like Webtoon opinion um, things, you know, like uh, this Instagram page and I read a lot of the comments and I feel like people are quick to dismiss this kind of dynamic as being unequal and they they have criticism which some of which I under I, I definitely understand about their dynamic but I also think that you have to understand that everyone likes different things and that sometimes people want to have an older more experienced man for a relationship and you know I think that my husband chose me because I'm very dominant and in control and you can say oh that's emasculating or that's you know um an unfair dynamic but that's what he wanted and you know it clicked very well with what I needed as well so you can't I, I think you have to also know not to criticize people for what their emotional needs are okay it's not all necessarily 100% equal in every way in a relationship and I also think it, there's room to like relationships while not wanting that for yourself right and so that one thing that's nice about webcomics, comics, and just really any type of storytelling medium, we get to experience these things without having to actually commit to them. So like, I don't have to be with Charles, but I can enjoy <laughs> seeing Sam with Charles, right? And um, and like, even though I'm not necessarily, a, I, I like Smash. I, I don't ship Smash, but you know, I respect those who do. But like you get to experience that through that coupling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't necessarily like that for yourself or your relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'd like the different because uh, you have like the friends and how they are all together and how they interact, and then like their guild group, which is a lot of fun. Um and like watching their interactions with each other and then like we were talking about last week and Dallas's relationships and how complicated those are all are Manji I think does a good job of illustrating that for us is mm-hmm. it's not just about a, a comic about people you know playing video games <laughs> it's so much more than that with the relationship dynamics mm-hmm. yeah no and I think that like plays out really well too because um her like tenderness and like her like frailty is really unattractive to Link like he even says to her like I don't find you attractive but I think that that's more endearing to Charles and he kind of likes that about Sam and it would also make sense why Link would then go to Angela right (laughs) like yeah the absolute brute strength strong in mind and body like you know and it's the opposite of Sam but then Angela and Sam's relationship is so good because of that like they complement each other well and I don't know, Charles is a dark horse there. I don't know how necessarily he'll play into that, like the friendship group. But Yeah, that, that is such a good point. And that really highlights, you know, with Lincoln being attracted to Angela, that really highlights how like different strokes for different folks. And, you know, I'm sure many of us have had friends where like, why are you into that guy, right? But it works for them, so... Yeah, like at times I don't understand. Uh, I'm blanking on her name right now, but Glitz Kitten, Monica. Yeah. 
um, Monica and Marshall's relationship because to me, she like belittles him so frequently and Mm -hmm. it makes me upset. And she like, doesn't like his beard, doesn't like his hair, doesn't like, you know, his, uh, he feels like he always has to work out to keep up with her and, you know, that whole power dynamic, I think that's there. So that's so funny um, that that's your perspective. I love hearing other people's because I love Monica. She's my favorite character. I'm super like shipping her and um, Marshall together because I feel like she's very good about expressing what she wants and like she can tell you what she likes and you don't necessarily have to change it. But I really like that about their relationship. Um, just her confidence in general, like to be able to say like, hey, like I don't like this or I really like that. I just love that about Monica. And I will say, I like Monica as a person. I think Mm -hmm. that their relationship with Marshall being such a people pleaser and he is, and we saw in the last few chapters, he has always been a people pleaser. He has never felt the need to like differentiate himself from that idea of, I have to be nice and I have to like get people to laugh or, you know, get, I have to be enjoyable for people for them to stay around me. And then you have a sister who kind of went the opposite way. Like, I want to be as unenjoyable as possible. (laughs) Yeah. So Jackie, I really, I, you know, listening to you talk, it really reminds me of my husband and I's relationship or maybe our like previous iteration of it, because, you know, you know, it's, I was very, very dominant in many ways. I did walk all over him in some ways and it's, it's a two-way street. So I just have to say that because both Marshall and my husband didn't stand up for themselves. So I have to learn to take a step back, you know, not to be bossy, critical, demeaning. And he had to learn to stand up for himself and maybe be a little less passive, more, more active. And it's, you know, this is the kind of thing that I I realized it was a very big realization for me, my own marriage, that people are attracted to each other for both the good traits, but also the bad traits about each other because we both have our weaknesses and our weaknesses also are complementary. My weakness was that I'm very dominant. His weakness is that he's very passive. And he looked for someone who was dominant and I looked for someone who was passive unconsciously because we couldn't really get along with, I think, people who were not that way. And, you know, we obviously had a whole long list of other things that make us compatible, you know, values, intellectual interests, um, religious perspective, blah, 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 long list. But like, there's also the very inherent personality match. And it took me a long time to realize that. So it's not something that can be extracted. Like you can't, I realized you can't, for a while I felt very, very guilty because I didn't like my behavior when I realized that it was wrong. But then I also realized that it was impossible to extract from the good parts of our relationship because that was just who we are. So I I really see what you're saying with Monica. Like I totally relate because I feel like that. And I totally understand her and him and they both need to work on that. But that's probably, they probably like each other because of that as well. Monica, Monica probably wants a softie who's not dominant and who will let her be, you know, the more bossy one. And Marshall probably needs someone to kind of coddle him in a way and like be his mommy in a way, even though it seems like he has a nice mom. So anyway, these are probably speculations we should do in a more Marshall oriented episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's good to devolve. <laughs> All right, so picking back up, um, he looks really worried here. Um, and he says, do you want me to stop teasing you, Samara? 
Um, but if it makes you unhappy, then I'll stop. And she says, no, you don't have to stop. I tease too, but you always know how to make me blush. And I couldn't tell about her face right here. She seems like slightly like agitated or like concerned, like, I don't know. What do you think? She has like I, a little wet drop there and her eyebrows are up kind of. Yeah, I, I read it as like, she's frustrated because she's like, well, you know, I tease too, but you like, he's unflappable, right? He's never mm-hmm. missed a beat. It's just, he takes it all in stride. And whereas she gets stopped up and like, you know, stops thinking for a second, mind goes blank and just immediately goes into the, the blush and the, you know, swoon almost. I guess that's probably the best word to, to place there. And she's like, you know, I can't, I can't tease you as well to make you blush. Um, and I think that's a lot of frustration on her part. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe. she explicitly was thinking that before, where she's like, is there anything I can do to make his heart flutter? She doesn't want it to be a one-sided relationship. And I think that's very Sam also. She's not a taker. She's a giver. And she wants this to be reciprocal because it's also, besides for like being, you know, just general fairness, I think it's a matter of pride for her. Like she wouldn't feel like, you know, like a woman or like she's, or like, or like she's attractive if, if he was just doing it for her rather than getting anything out of it himself, right? It doesn't feel good if the guy is like, oh, here you are, I'm doing it all for you and not liking it. You know, you want the guy to like it. You want him to get pleasure too. Otherwise, you know, like what's wrong with me? (laughs) That's so true. That must be like, kind of like a little bit off-putting too, to just know that he's so calm and like used to it. This like heart is just beating regularly while she's so nervous. Although I guess that is to be expected when this is like her first time really having this kind of relationship too. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, is that such a bad thing? You're cute and you blush. Aww. She seems a lot happier here. She says she thinks I look cute. <laughs> um, well, it's also so bad on Charles to like, that she gets so excited about that small compliment. <laughs> I'm like, Charles, say more to her. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he will. Well, I think he'll say, well, yeah, I think he'll say more, say more, and then they'll like skedaddle. <laughs> oh, Charles. I mean, he does like pretty good in like their confidence building, like saying like, Samara, you're a beautiful strong young woman like stand mm-hmm. up straight like I think it's just like the different setting of it you know mm-hmm. um yeah he apologizes for leaving a hickey on her neck and saying he didn't think he bit her that hard um and then I think he's just checking the boundaries here like should I be more careful like is this something you're comfortable with is it not um and yeah, I he's, think he's kind of quite like, very mature and responsible you know, it's an antidote to an attitude that I haven't seen personally because I'm not in the field, but like, you know, we, we hear a lot about young men who are like, take no responsibility for their actions. And Charles is very much the opposite. He is very mature, very respectful, very gentlemanly. Yeah, no, I think Monkey does like a really great job of like keeping his character true. Uh, I just listened to the um, Joe Rochelle like Girl Wonder podcast episode where she did the interview with Monkey, and yeah. um, just saying like the cliffhanger was 
meant to be that question of is Charles actually a gentleman and I think she did that really well and she followed through with that so mm -hmm. that was yeah. super exciting um she says it's okay Charles it's not that I didn't like you biting my neck I'm just embarrassed people could see a mark and then she asks, don't you think it's embarrassing? People might get an idea of what we did. And, and this is kind of when he like pulls away from her. Yeah, and that look on his, that set of his mouth in that panel where she's like, don't you think it's embarrassing? To me, that shows it's like him thinking, wait, are you embarrassed of me? Like you don't want people, you're not proud of me. Like you wouldn't want to be in a relationship with me. That's yeah. exactly what I thought too. And I was like, and it's really just reading the the signals wrong. Cause she's saying like, it's embarrassing that people would look at us and then realize what we, we had done because there's obviously a very visible mark on our neck. Whereas I, I think he is reading it as like, people might get an idea of what we did. And she's implying that because it was with him. Right. I wonder see, if that's I, like, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I, I wonder if that was like ties back to his insecurities with his ex-wife like if she mm -hmm. used to say things like that like oh that's embarrassing like don't do that you know things like that like yeah and also it definitely makes sense in light of their different sexual experiences because she is just embarrassed about the concept of having sex or doing anything sexual he at this point that's that's fine he's like I don't care if people know I had sex like I'm a human being of course I had sex you know but that's so that would make sense that they would interpret that line differently mm. poor true. baby <laughs> so bad for him yeah i guess um jackie this would probably be, be a good place for you to take over <laughs> sure so then he goes actually bunty as he goes to lift his hand off of the place that he had it on her back and then he kind of clenches his fist a bit and you can really see that the frustration is beginning to take its toll. Um, like he, he's about to start to say his displeasure with that comment or, you know, I, the words left unspoken just drive me crazy. Cause I'm like, what were you going to say? Just tell what her. Do you think he was going to say, I think he was going to say, no, I don't find it embarrassing. I would love to like strut you around, show you off to everybody. Um, Cause I'm, <sighs> Like, I think Charles is proud of her. I, I think that he's very much like that type of person to not hide a relationship, not, you know, keep it secret. Uh, but like you were saying, he's also sexually experienced. So he, he knows that in reality, no one's looking at them. No, no one cares. Um, everyone <laughs> does it. And so uh, I think that her inexperience in this moment is frustrating him just a little bit. Mm hmm Hmm. but then he goes on second thought as he kind of like brushes off the his collar uh my my opinion doesn't matter and i'm like it does it's okay what matters is you don't like it and so he's turning away and uh sam goes why did you turn away did i do something wrong and char you know just looking very open i I don't know how to describe that look, but I, in my hurt. mind, it's like, a, yeah, emotionally hurt, vulnerable. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, literally brushing like, her away. Yeah. Yeah, like he brushed the dog hairs off. That's, that's painful. 
you know, I took that as, like, he was really, like, closing himself off, like, he had, like, really opened himself up to her before, and, like, literally took her in his arms, and then when she said that, he's just, like, back turned, like, he put up that wall, and he's done. Um, yeah, because he realized how much he likes her, when he was about to say, actually, no, I really like you, I'm not embarrassed of you at all, that's too much for him, he has to shut down and run away, he can't handle the truth. <laughs> yep. And he goes, no, not at all. You didn't do anything wrong. But the, I told you this morning I should take things slower. And I felt my enthusiasm rising. <laughs> and, and. I don't want shift. to. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I don't want to overwhelm you again. And so. Um, yeah, I he think he doesn't he's, want to overwhelm himself. <laughs> yeah, and I think he's kind of buying himself time with that right? Like he doesn't want to be emotionally open. So he's going with like the physical reaction that he has towards her and using that as an excuse rather than to say what he was actually feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he's he like, even look her in the face. Like, yeah, exactly. I feel like he's like reverting back to like his other relationships with like Ava and Miss Rose, where he's just like, oh, this is purely sexual. Like I have no feelings in this. Like there's no gains or well there's no there's gains but there's no losses to this kind of relationship exactly and then as he still turned away not facing her thinking about us this morning the sounds you made and the way you felt i would be torturing myself if i didn't step away from you and it's like again relying on that that physical reaction rather than delving into i think the more emotional side of the conversation but either way i mean he's allowed to have those physical reactions yeah at least at least sam i hope can take that as like a sign that it's not just one-sided for him so maybe she can get a little bit of happiness out of hearing that i mean i hear that and i'm like i'm so hot i turn a man on just by looking at him like (laughs) (laughs) Like you don't even have to do anything, Sam. He's just like, oh, I want to jump your bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the next panel is, I have also given it some thought, our interactions. <laughs> and Sam's just like, she looks super worried here. Like, this is the moment the other shoe's going to drop. He's going to, like, cut it all off. And by the way, this is like, they only discussed this yesterday, like in the car. So when did he, he was, this was on his mind a lot. The fact that he was managed to give it thought in between like yesterday and now. Definitely in bed while he realizes that she's in the room next door. (laughs) (laughs) Or as he cuddled her all night long. (laughs) Right. (laughs) For the time being, I think it's best if you are the one uh, to make the physical advancements and that way I defer and that I defer for the uh, meanwhile and so he's not going to be the one pressing forward and you know trying to interact and lift her shirt up a little bit on the sly and then she's you know obviously not happy with this development what me Charles you know how shy I am as we've seen multiple interactions in all the previous uh, comics about how she really struggles to stand up for herself. Mm -hmm. And this is actually brilliant because I do think that part of it is a large part of it is Charles's insecurity and his unwillingness to be, you know, emotionally available. 
but I do think that a strategy is actually perfect. And he, he, he goes into why. I think it's coming from Charles though. I think it's a fear of rejection. So mm-hmm. he doesn't want to advance only for her to turn him down. I don't think he can mm-hmm. handle that. And mm-hmm. so he's like, well, I'll just put it all on, on you and say, I'm helping you. And then <laughs> I don't have to feel bad if I make you feel uncomfortable. And then you say to stop. Yeah, I think that's, that's brilliant. hundred percent true. And also he gets to maintain the, the teacher student relationship where he's like, this is all for your good, not for me at all. Yeah. <laughs> but I still um, do think it's going to be very good for, for Sam, you know, here's what I'm talking about, right. With the people's weaknesses also complementing each other <laughs> so mm-hmm. he's, he's doing avoidance but at the same time it is actually helping her I think it should should help her <laughs> I'm actually pretty excited about this I feel like this is going to be great for Sam to like just like learn how to like if you want something you need to just go and do it like you need to go grab that man if you want that man like I'm really excited to see bold Samara <laughs> yeah what is she going to do and she's probably gonna be like, uh, Charles, what do I do now? What do I do now? And I can't wait to see his reaction. <laughs> well, I also, I, I am hesitant about this whole strategy once her dad gets back, because I'm worried that like that whole uh, factor that kind of plays into their relationship, um, whether or not she's going to feel comfortable, you know, asking Charles to do something or, you know, being around him with her dad right next door or, you know, hovering. Um, yeah, I do not want the dad to come back, dad. Please stay in Hawaii. <laughs> don't interfere with Charles and Sam's love life, please. I don't think they'll be doing that in the office, though. I feel like Charles is very professional and, like, I feel like those. Um, you confident- say that, but that's where they shared their first kiss. So, <laughs> okay, that's true. That, that is true. I mean, if they're going to have this type of relationship, they have to set some kind of boundaries, though, like mm-hmm. no kissing in the office. As kissing. What did he say? Dipping the pin in the company ink? Right. <laughs> That's a very specific analogy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's he, many odd tropes about the office that you can, that can happen in this uh, <laughs> comic. Oh. I love all of them. I, like I said, the CEO like right, yes. trope is one of, <laughs> one of my favorites. Um, but then he he sits down on her counter and goes, "You are correct. I do know how shy you are, but I have also seen when you want something bad enough, uh, you find the strength and courage to go for it." And so it's like, yeah, she's going to find her strength and courage to to want Charles enough. <laughs> she wants him. Yeah, she already wants it, so she just has to take that next step yep i think he's gonna find that irish cream that's what she's gonna do her liquid courage (laughs) right again start drinking and then um i think this will be a good confidence building exercise for you i won't run the risk of having you do anything you're not comfortable with giving that you will be setting the limits so that way you know they both uh maintain good boundaries in the relationship but sam all she's thinking is bananas and unpeeling bananas in the background and (laughs) i I, I literally did not even notice that that (laughs) you just made that up no the imagery (laughs) there is crazy like she's thinking like i'm gonna have to unwrap the thing oh god Yeah, I can see that. Oh my gosh. This whole thing is reminding me of when I first started having sex with my husband. It was a lot of all this like awkwardness. 
just like the her in her mind her mind is immediately in the gutter like just (laughs) instantly like oh god what am I gonna have to do now yeah I can see that it's scary it's a little intimidating first time Mm -hmm. unwrapping (laughs) your banana for the first time (laughs) you know you gotta peel back those layers right as as Charles said you know do you need help undressing (laughs) but uh what about you you said the accommodation goes both ways Sam's talking to Charles if what if you um need something for me (laughs) obviously she's thinking this through of you know the relationship does seem kind of one-sided uh, mm-hmm. with just her making the request instead of both him and uh, Sam. But she's obviously very nervous about this whole turn in the relationship. She's trembling. Uh, she's got that you know sweat mark on her face again. Um, obviously, she hasn't stopped flushing this entire time. So best of luck with her blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he goes... <laughs> I appreciate your concern, Bunty, but I will be fine. And again, Charles is holding all the cards in that relationship. Uh, Don't worry yourself over my needs. And Sam looks away, obviously worrying about his needs and what that means for her. Yeah, I think I think what he means by that is like basically like I don't really need you. Like I can take care of myself, which probably is a little bit sad for Sam because she's at the stage where like she's her her sexuality is finally awakening you know I don't know if she satisfied herself in any way before her sexual awakening it could be that she just wasn't interested but now that she is starting to have sexual desires you know I think she definitely clearly wants to have it with another person she doesn't want to just have herself and Charles is like yeah I don't need you like I can handle it myself or maybe with the Rosewoods you know or Eva but (sighs) I think it might be a little bit also sad for her to hear that you know that he doesn't need her like she needs him Mm-hmm. do you guys think that he's going to cut off his other relationships with miss rosewood and eva for good yeah for i now? do i think eva's already been cut off um mm-hmm. and then rosewood he has shown in other uh episodes that he is absolutely willing to reject her to be able to be with sam mm-hmm. so i i think that the relationships or if you would call even the the hookups booty calls um i think he he won't have them but i do think that sam will find that intimidating um Mm. knowing that she is not the first but one of many yeah yeah definitely will um and not necessarily special i kind of struggle with that word but Mm -hmm. yeah i i also think that i mean i think it's very possible that we'll have a scene where charles will be like want to call miss rosewood and then he'll like kind of start and then he'll realize that he just can't like he doesn't want her anymore like he only wants sam and that might even be like the triggering point where he's like okay i gotta run to england but yeah i think intellectually he won't really make that choice but then emotionally he'll find that he just doesn't want to sleep with her <laughs> with anyone exactly. else with sam. but he goes i have i should hit the road i have a number number of errands to run today you should get some rest bunty you had a rough night last night. I will be here Monday morning to take you to work as he's turning around and leaving. Take me to work, but I take the bus. Damn, very confused. 
is my company so bad that you would rather take public transportation than allow me to chauffeur you to the office? And I think this is where he starts to get into relationship territory, right? And wants to spend more time with her, but also wants to like have her on his arm as they're mm-hmm. walking in the office together, show off that like, I've got the girl. Yeah, and I think it's also, there's a dimension to him that likes to be maybe the knight in shining armor. And, you know, this is where, again, talking about the interlocking weaknesses, there will come a point where Sam will kind of take on her wings and will be able to outgrow him to a dimension. And I think that Charles will have to re-examine their relationship and will have to do some growing on his own. Because right now he's probably deriving a lot of emotional satisfaction from the fact that he's helping her and he's helping her grow and become better. And it sure feels great. You know, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the knight in shining armor. I am the one who, I'm the savior. I'm like so capable, right? It must feel really good to feel that way about yourself. And at the point where Sam will be ready to, you know, fly, he'll be like, what's my purpose? What's my need? And I think that he'll have to readjust and recalibrate his their relationship at that point which i think that's way in the future that's when they're already like actually in a relationship but yeah like this this side of him this conversation just shows that he has that side to him where he wants to take care of her and protect her and do things for her yeah no i really like the way he just like kind of like slyly dropped that in you can even see he's smiling in the panel all you can see is his smile and he's just like oh and by the way i'll be picking you up for work from now on Mm -hmm. like i don't know i think like that's a really good point though mindy um and part of me wonders if he is drawn to sam because he sees himself in her like his old innocence and Mm -hmm. like his youthfulness and the way he used to feel with his wife and if he just wants to help her um the way maybe no one else really helped him when he was that age maybe i definitely i definitely see when in the next panel because he says besides while your father is away i would like to make sure safety is one less thing for him to worry about i think he does like to take on that surrogate father type role where Mm -hmm. you know like (laughs) not a, a daddy right but like of that type of mindset where you will uh patriarchal almost um you know i'll protect you i'll make sure that you're okay but i want to make sure that you can take care of yourself going forward whereas her dad is very much like i just want to hide you away and store you like i don't your precious good and a resource that's valuable whereas Mm -hmm. charles is like no no no, i need you to i need you to rise right and it's also i know that for me for sure i married someone with a temperament very very similar to my father's it's very possible that Sam clicks with that protective nature because her dad is like that. And that's what she's been getting her whole life. Her brother's like that. So it's very possible that that feels very natural to her. And that feels like, yeah, this is the right kind of relationship I want. And also why the dad is so threatened by Charles because he knows that. (laughs) Nice. Yes. She's also drawn to those kind of friendships though, because even like Angela is very protective of her. Um, Vicky is a little yeah like he's also but she's emotionally protective right like yeah definitely does anyone else see charles is like needing to run errands as like okay gotta bounce i'm uncomfortable this is this is too much for me i gotta go (laughs) i think it's also to remove himself from temptation in the situation because like sam is going to go get undressed and she is going to have to like go do her stuff throughout the day and the temptation to want to follow her in and then you know not necessarily sneak a peek but to act on that teasing earlier Mm -hmm. 
a bed's right there. So, yeah. <laughs> well, they certainly had enough buildup. I mean, even the night before, they were snuggling all night and he resisted then. He's resisting now. Like, he's been doing pretty good for himself, I think. <laughs> I think it's best to just let her take a shower and do what she's going to do by herself. <laughs> Great. Because then, yeah, he, he exits, see you soon, bye. Um, he closes the door and then she turns around and just absolutely sighs and is like everything that happened today. And you get a full rundown of everything that's happened in the past 24 hours with her and Charles. And it, it was a lot for her to take in, um, you know, between the neck biting and the, uh, you know, she's obviously she's trembling in the next panel but it's not like a i don't think it's a nervous tremble but it's more like a you know excited yeah overwhelmed yeah yeah she's i mean i don't know if everyone would have this reaction but she is i think very sensitive and feels things very strongly but everything that's starting to sink in and then we see flashbacks of, you know, their night together. And uh, she's obviously still mulling this over. And I think she's doing the same thing that most of us tend to do after some emotionally charged situation is you'll replay the same scenes over and over again and then psych yourself out. So you'll <laughs> you'll replay it and you're like, oh, what if I had done this instead? And, you know, she's extrapolating all these scenarios and letting her mind wander into places of like, what if it was bad and mm-hmm. she's like you know charles was right uh, i did get overwhelmed and the flashbacks continue and she's you know slumped down onto the ground holding herself kind of together and uh she's just saying but i still wish he didn't stop and you know that <laughs> right like just you, you can tell that she, in that tremble and that gasp is much more of that excited, I think, by the end of the um, the comic or in the episode. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we like it. I'm happy that she's able to be honest with herself because I think that I was surprised because she's very, very sexually inexperienced and she has only recently expressed an interest in sex and even understood that. So the fact that she very, very quickly was like, I really, really want to have more. I think that is great that she's willing to admit that and not embarrassed. Exactly. I think that really helped with that too, um, with all of like this confidence buildings and like the fact that she's doing this with the person who really built up her confidence mm-hmm. and she's like more comfortable with him and he's telling her like, she's beautiful and she's strong. So it, it kind of makes sense that she's going to feel that strong sexual desire for this person and want to, you know, open herself up more to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so much. You know, it's funny because I thought that this was going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but yeah, there's a lot to talk about with these people and relationships and psychology. And the sexual innuendo. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. This is pretty explicit. Explicit without being crude. I I agree. Yeah. Long, you did a really good job with these. It's funny, um, out of all of the webtoons I read, I didn't really expect this one to be the one where it gets more sexual, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Um, but she did it really well. 
Yeah. And you know what, honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, that the reason that it reads is very sexual to me, at least is because we have a very strong emotional attachment to the characters. Like when I read a more superficial webtoon where they're like, Oh my God, you're the prince and falling in love with you. And then they like go away on a couch together. I don't feel, it doesn't feel sexual to me because I'm not connected to the characters. Uh, but here I relate to them so strongly that it's as if it's me. Right. And I feel those feels, I feel that like heart melting and that's very rare to get me I'm a little bit not jaded but like I'm already 32 and I'm not like a teenager anymore so like for me to feel that mushy gushy feeling in my heart is is not so common anymore so the fact that she's Manji has done this means that she's very effective in making us connect to the characters yeah I just love Sam so much she's my little bean I just want to swish her Well, thank you so, so much. Is there, do you guys have any last thoughts to say? I'm glad that last week I was proven wrong. I, <laughs> I am glad that it did not devolve into arguments or any type of conflict. I do think we saw uh, the rising bit of conflict, but I'm glad that it was subdued for now. Um, but I'm excited to see Sam ask for it next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I'm excited to see um, how this develops. And I hope that Charles doesn't just like up and leave Sam and like break her heart. Like, because Mindy, if you were right about that, I'm going to be so sad. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, Mindy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to blame you. (laughs) Well, everyone has to go through sadness. Life would be unsatisfying if it was all sickly sweet you need to have some pretzels and salt and bitterness in there to make it complete <laughs> right yes <laughs> well thank you so so much for coming on this was fantastic it was lovely as usual to share the discussion with you and thank you so much all right thank you Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Haley, One and Only Taco, Elizabeth, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Dahlia, Saucy Tuggles, Meg, Anne Rose, Priya, Alex, Misty, Laura, Joanne, Patty, Jen, Imelda, Shannon, Esther, and I'm watching you. Your support is truly appreciated.